thought okay. we were going to save this for the Festivus dinner when we air our grievances. <laughs> yeah. Right, why not a Festivus today? Right. Ladies and gentlemen, the sisters. such devoted sisters never had to have a chaperone no sir i'm here to keep my eye on her caring sharing every little thing that we are wearing when a certain gentleman arrived from rome she wore the dress and i stayed home all kinds of weather we stick together the same in the rain or sun two different faces but in tight places we think and we act as one <laughs> those who seen us know that not a thing could come between us many men have tried to Hello and welcome to another episode of Idea Lemons Discover Your Inner Awesome Podcast, the show where we have kick-ass conversations with really dope people about the depths of what makes us who we are so that you can think a little bit deeper about yourself and unlock your inner creative genius and spark some change in this world. My name is Rajiv Nathan. I am your show host alongside my co-host, Martin McGovern. And in this episode, the reason why we introed with the sisters clip from White Christmas is because we sat down with two sisters, Kyra and Cozy Kyle. The Kyle sisters are co-founders of Myth Lab Entertainment, a media production house that puts together different types of short form entertainment to help you kick some knowledge. In this episode, given that Kyra and Cozy are sisters and work together, and Martin and I, while not being brothers, spend a whole lot of time together and obviously work together, we talked about how do you not kill your coworker? You might be sitting in your office right now looking at the person across from you and you're like, oh my god, I just want to kill you, you're so annoying. But we address things and thoughts like that and explore how do you not kill each other. Before we dive in, quick reminder, head to idealemon.com if you haven't already. Subscribe to our email newsletter. You'll never miss another episode of this show. And on top of that, you'll be totally brought up to speed with the whole Discover Your Inner Awesome message, cool stories to help you get past creative blocks and create purposeful and meaningful work in your life. All right, let's get into the conversation now. This is our sit-down with Kyra and Cozy, the Kyle's sisters, Talking, how do you not kill your coworker? Let's listen in. I am Kyra Kyle. You are? Cozy Kyle. All right, Kyra, kick us off. Okay. So, how did we start working together? I was walking around, I was probably about two, and then this other person was born. And um, <laughs> we started working together on smaller things, you know, Play Doh, you know, dolls, that kind of thing. And it eventually evolved into we had this ridiculous red. show called the Red Tape Recorder, yeah, something yeah. like that. And we used to do these. Crazy broadcast, yelling, screaming. We got in trouble with our dad yeah. several times for making a lot of noise. 
But shocking, you ended up in journalism. <laughs> <laughs> but we we love working together. Right. We were always really creative, even when we were in school. We the projects that we did together were always the ones that were the best. So around was it twenty two thousand one or so two thousand one yeah that we formally started our company Myth Lab Entertainment, and we you know I'll let Cozy jump in there. Yeah, so you know we both worked in the arts. I had a chance to move out to L A and work in entertainment. And while I was there, we always got like advice. You know, if you really want to break in. Just start doing it on your own. You don't need permission from someone. You don't have to go the usual route of, you know, pitching to an agent and getting a project done that way. If you've got a little money saved, do it yourself. So when I moved back to Chicago, that was when we wanted to do our first web series. So in 2011, we did our first web series, which is called Human Resources, which was with puppets. Yes. So going back to our whole Barbie, playing Barbies together, we we took full circle. (laughs) But it was about... What we always talk about, we would always talk about our corporate jobs and how much we hated them, and, and we'd always share these sucked from us, right? funny <laughs> stories. And like well, my first job, it was the first time I'd ever—I didn't get laid off, but it was there was a layoff situation going on. So we, you know, wrote this a long time ago, but in 2011, that kind of issue was coming back up again. We we're like, this would be a great time to break out our web series. We wanted to do animation. We did not have any money for animation. Nope. So we went the the puppet route, right? Um, but that's how we started working together on that right. project. But we learned a lot about how to work effectively. Yes, that's a good way to <laughs> phrase it. There were a couple of fights that there happened. Were some, there was some silent treatment yeah. that went on. So you know, we're be- just for background. We're best friends. We were living together at the time, so so it just never ends. Then, yeah, so right? it just yeah. the work never right. never <laughs> ended. But you know, we have completely different. I would say work. Wow, like, you we <laughs> really emphasize that, right? <laughs> I thought we had some commonalities. It comes together in a great way, but, you know, if you're sitting there trying to work side by side with someone and their style isn't the same as yours, you can, you know, problems naturally come up. So there was one, I think we were, she's a really fast writer. She's a speed reader and a fast writer. I'm more of the, like, kind of... She's... Cerebral, Dreamy. she likes to dream. I She's mean, a Pisces. I love all the nice ways you guys are phrasing these. <laughs> I love her. I think, honestly, this is my favorite coworker of life. If I had my choice, yeah. this is who I would work with all day long. But she's dreamier. So we would try to sit side by side on the couch and write these scripts. Oh. And I would want to just get it down. And then we'll go back and we'll fix it. But she wanted it right when it hit the page. She's also a perfectionist. <laughs> she skipped that part. I'm not a perfectionist. Right. I, I, I like things to be done right yeah. and do, do them well. But I can... You know, I'm a journalist. You revise, revise, revise. She wanted it, <laughs> hit it. So I would be suggesting ideas, and I think she took that as I was pushing her. So, yeah, there was this one moment where we looked in each other's faces, got up. <laughs> she went to her side of the house. I went to mine. And we didn't have anything to say, like, for the rest of the night. Did you do hard slams in the door? We didn't have We didn't have a lot. There were no doors. <laughs> we slammed the air. like. <laughs> Angrily hanging up a cell phone. Right. (laughs) That was awkward. And then we had to be like, well, what do you want for dinner? I don't know. (laughs) Well, you want to take this? (laughs) Because... The whole script writing thing is very... I feel like we're opposite size here. Is this, is this what we're feeling? Yeah, I got oh. yeah, Kyra and I and you and no, Cozy are okay. on the same wavelength thing. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know where to jump. <laughs> so, okay, so you mentioned, like, so I'm in the same way where, like, you know, we're writing a lot of materials for yeah. our course right now. And, you know, for every video, we're writing a script for it and then recording that script, us, you know, voiceover on the script. Yeah. And... My approach is just, I'm just going to write this whole thing. We'll look at it, revise it as necessary, 
you know, and like basically start tweak, start and then revise and tweak right. until yeah. we have it. That'll take a long time. <laughs> <laughs> but what's what's funny about this is like, so whereas his approach is, we need to outline it first, then you can start writing it. Let's outline yeah. it, then create all the slides, then create an outline for each slide, and then you can write. Yeah. Yeah. She does that. That's yeah. the way she writes. That's the way Cozy works. Right. And I mean, I think there's there's poetry in both methodologies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you should prep things. And I and I actually think one of the good things is that we've learned from each other's working styles. You know, yeah. I say to myself sometimes, what will Cozy do? How would she approach this? Because my approach might not work the best mm-hmm. this way. And I've noticed that she has become, you know, more impromptu. And let's just try something. Yeah. Because, you know, there, there's no right or wrong. Right. It's just for the situation. But yeah. it is true. You know, you can't just... Force somebody to work the right. way you want them to work. Right. Totally. Well, and what I've really enjoyed recently is that we've put really quick deadlines to things. And so it's forced us uh-huh. to just have to do it no matter what. And so I, like, I think back to maybe times when we were like, oh, yeah, someday we'll finish this and get this idea uh-huh. out. Yeah. And then that is what really, it's like things would just die out because it's like, oh, we're conflicting, but we just don't want to deal with it. So, like, it'll just patter away. But... When you got a deadline coming up the next week, it's like, all right, well, we don't even we don't even have time to figure out what's not working. We just have time to get it done and right. keep yeah. moving forward. So it's like, all right, you know, we didn't have time to outline what have you written, and then I'll go back and try and reorganize yeah. it, and like it just goes back. And I think that 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 kind of thing is what you're saying, where it's like, you know, it's, it's neither way is right or wrong. It's just what can you get done quickest and what gets the right result. Yeah. And uh, what I'm kind of interested in seeing is when we get to a point where the deadlines disappear again mm-hmm. what's going to happen how is that going to change the dynamic right. of things yeah. and so I'm kind of curious about that but we haven't gotten to that point yet yeah. so I think one thing that worked for us even you know outside of us just working together just working on a team in general I think you need to have like a clear goal and a strategy agreed upon with everybody right. that's working on a project and then the way you approach it is the way you approach it so I'm not going to change the way she you know rights or her style of nope. approaching it but we do have a goal like we know that like for our particular projects it's easy because we we have a structure that we're following like we sit together we come up with an idea and then we have an act structure that we develop together and then certain beats but then after that we go she goes in her room when we were mm-hmm. living together I'd go in my room and if I want to work at 4 a.m. in the morning if she wants to work at you know at 2 o'clock that's the way it is but right. we knew exactly what we had to do we knew the deadlines and we knew what we were trying to get to, but the way we arrived at that, completely different paths, but it worked for us. Right, and we just knew it has to be done by Friday. It doesn't matter how you do it. You can right. go to the park, you know, you can lay underneath your bed, whatever it is you think you need to do. But we will be expected to come back together at 2 p.m. on yeah. Saturday, and you need to have your half written. Because what we ended up doing is she would write a portion, I yeah. would write a portion, and then we would switch review and then figure out how mm-hmm. to make it continuous. And I think you can do that with anything, even though these were scripts. Yeah. It's like you take a role, I take a role. And we even do that with our productions. Like She is very deadline-oriented, a great planner, somebody who can see a jumbled mess and figure out how to how to put it into some kind of sequence. And I'm more like, I think, brash. So <laughs> she was kind of a project manager, too, on when we did our human resources. <laughs> yeah. She's like, hey, we need an Excel spreadsheet. This is when casting needs to happen. This is when yeah. this needs to happen. I'm like, oh, is that right? You know? <laughs> now, I would be like, hey, we got to get it done because I come in with my like journal right. deadline oriented. Like, we're not going to sit around here. Yeah. We said we were going to get this done. So we need to have the casting call 
today to meet this right. timeline. No more dreamy pictures. Yeah. Like, no more was... staring at. What were you doing? Looking at YouTube videos I and all so. types of stuff? It was funny. It's part it... of the creative process. <laughs> there was one face I was making, and you call it with the Tyra Banks. Mouth. Oh, I can't stand it. So if she doesn't like something that I'm saying, now here's the thing. You know, she's so sweet. She loves me, and I love her right back. I will tell her, though, if I don't like something. I don't have any type of problem. Just yeah. be, And maybe she finds that bad, you know, that I'm just like, nah, man, right. no. But she didn't like to tell me, but what she would do is she would drop her mouth open and stare at me. And she looked like Tyra Banks looks on, what was it, America's Tech Model? Not the smize, right? Yeah, it's not the smize. It's a nasty look. And I told her, I was like, don't you, don't you point that thing at me. <laughs> Just tell me I don't oh, like it. Right. Dead silence is disconcerting. It's... I'll just say, yeah, well, I, I don't know what yeah. that is. I don't want to do that. And then she would take umbrage at that. Well, I'll just go. Yeah, right. That was you know? a challenge. Like, you definitely, you know, you don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Like, when you're friends and you're also working together, you know, it is, it, sometimes it is a little bit harder to, yeah, to, tell to be straight up blunt or right, exactly. completely honest with them. Yeah, because it's not a fact either. Especially yeah, when you're working on creative yeah. things. It's not a fact if something's funny or is not funny. Someone might hear something and think that is ridiculous. Other people might fall out right. on the floor. So it's kind of that too. Right. We typically have the same taste though. We watch the same TV mm-hmm. shows. We find the same things funny. So that's helpful. But right. you know, when we didn't agree, it would be Tyra Banks' mouth <laughs> versus me like, what? What do you think? <laughs> I, I, I was watching a video... Um, or no, I was listening to a podcast called Song Exploder, and MGMT was talking, and they were talking about how they found a producer for their first album, and the guy had a really great approach to saying, like, that's not working. He would never say, that's not working, or I disagree with that, or that's bad, or it should be done this way. He would just say, let's experiment with a different idea. (laughs) I like that. And he'd be like, no, it's just an experiment. I don't know if it's right or wrong. Let's just try this. And stealing like, that. That's uh, good. Yeah, like 99% of the time it would be way better. But I love MGMT, so it yeah. works out. Yeah. <laughs> I like that, yeah. Yeah, I think, well, one of the big things here in both, in all of our cases, is the person that we're working with, respectively, is does not have the same skill set as us, or is not, does not have the same strengths, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Like, I think there are people who try to work together, but it doesn't work because they're both good at the exact same things. And then you're just fighting over, like, well, who's going to do that? And then the, the stuff that needs to get done otherwise doesn't right. get done. Right. Um, like, we have a friend who was asking me one time to be an accountability partner with him, and I was like, we're too similar. Like, we'll never actually hold each other accountable to anything. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> a good point. Yeah, I mean, I think we have some shared skill sets. They overlap, but we may have different approaches to things. Yeah. But, I mean, and sometimes we'll just divvy it up. Like, you are a little bit better at this, so why don't you do that? Just so we can get something done. Right. You know, because we both know how to do marketing and public yeah. relations, different facets of it. Yeah. But if I'm more into it, I would do that. And if she's more into the timeline, she's going to do that. Right. You know, I think it's, it is also about division of responsibility. Because, like you say, if you're doing the same thing, it, it then becomes an opinion situation. It's mm-hmm. not... You know, like, she bakes a lot. She can cook really well, but she bakes a lot. Yeah. So when I wanted some cornbread. I was like, hey, can you, I'm going to make chili. Can you make the cornbread? Because she can yeah. make the chili, too. Yeah. But I can as well. So why yeah. would we both make chili yeah. and both that's, make cornbread? That great right about now. Right? Short rib chili. That'll be our next podcast. Oh, chili yeah. and cornbread. Yeah, well, hey, anytime sure. you want to talk cooking, bring us back. Because we love to cook. But we tried it. Like, I do the yeah. gumbo for Thanksgiving. She might do... But she'll do the roux for the gumbo. You know, like, we try to figure out ways we can mm-hmm. help each other. But it is kind of silly to both of us fighting and with the same spoon in the same mm-hmm. dish. Yeah. You know, just... Too many cooks. 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 Too many coo
it does. Yeah. It's hilarious. Too many it never stops. Well, maybe too many cooks <laughs> oh, will spoil the broth. But I, I do really like what you guys said, which is like when you do split things up, you'll just switch it back so you can check each other's work. Yeah. Well. Right. Um, which I think is something we've been doing more and more recently, but we we're better at it now. Yeah, we're better at it now, but we ha- we didn't typically do in the past, which leaves a lot of like, oh wait, that thing could have been a lot better if yeah. we had just both been able to look at it and and kind of reframe it uh, with an outsider perspective. And I almost think like sometimes you could get stuck in your own world that you've built as well. Oh, yeah. And so, like, I know when we're recording the, the modules, I'm like, I really wish there was just a third person over there who could be like, I haven't thought about or heard these things before, so I can tell you if something's not making sense mm-hmm. to, like, an outside person. Yeah. Because uh, to us, it makes perfect sense because we spend every day talking about these things. Yeah. And so, I don't know. I think that that's something that's been in the back of my head is, like, someday it would be so great to just have a person be like, devil's advocate like over there to be able to kind of put a third view on things yeah. well we have a like an unofficial devil's advocate her mom, her mom. <laughs> <laughs> she's harsh as all yeah. get out like if, if cozy thought what i said was crazy right. but our mom is really smart she's very creative she's actually where we get i think a lot of our creativity mm-hmm. she was a school teacher but she always did these really cool things so she has really strong opinions and she does not care how so we have that you know and you know if you're putting your stuff on the web you always have the the lovely youtube commenters we have some good ones but there were definitely people that come in there with comments that have absolutely nothing (laughs) Nothing to do with you clearly didn't watch anything right just like i don't like you guys like oh okay well Well, it it could be like a like a video of like a baby's first steps and then somehow it becomes like a racist right (laughs) we always have to avoid that but you know what one of the things that we we kind of sidestepped that when we did our puppet series because there was no race everybody was made of felt so we didn't get as many of those ridiculous comments because there was what are you going to say you hate red you know felt or blue felt there's nothing for you to say right Right. so we kind of silenced the trolls only use yellow felt right yeah yellow felt felt is inferior (laughs) right exactly so yeah we escaped most of that but i I think you're right that you do need especially when you get in your own world like i think that because we talk to each other so much and we have the same shows that we like you know sometimes the same upbringing yeah Yeah, same upbringing you know same experiences yeah we do need it now so she was much a bad little girl versus me when we were coming up. So she brings the outlaw flavor to the uh, experience. Now the tables have turned. Yeah, now, oh, is that right? There's coffee that the readers can see on you. Now I'm the good one. <laughs> or so you believe. It's like the Kaiser Jose nonsense. <laughs> she walks away, the limp vanishes by the time she gets in. If you want to believe this story of reform, <laughs> Guys yeah. are so safe, Andrew. I like that. <laughs> and their name sounds like yeah, Right. So let's look back in the school records. You want to talk about some reform? That's true. Um, one of the things that I think is so you mentioned before, like you'll you'll be like watching a YouTube video and, and Kyra, you'll be like, "What the hell are you doing?" Kind of thing. But we're staring at the sky. And like, well, that's when I really don't understand. And she a lot of that. So like, I remember last summer when we were doing our road trip. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'd be in the midst of something, whatever, and then you'd be watching a YouTube video, and I remember being like, what the hell are you doing with your time? But then, it was like, whatever you were watching ended up being relevant. Yeah. Doing I'm like, I'm way. kind of researching the next five months. Yeah. Well, and that's where it was like, that, that was kind of like the, the wake-up call. Like, there was specifically one time in the car while, like, while I was driving, and then 
I think I was like, hey, could you... Keep your eyes on the road. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I think, you know, because like while one of us was driving, the other one would have the laptop open yeah. doing whatever. And while I was driving, I was like, hey, can you, you know, check on so-and-so or whatever. And then you ended up like on your phone or something watching a video. And I was like, I think I'm like, I was like, dude, what the hell are you doing? And you were like, relax. Like, this is... The video we need to know about the next guy we're having on the show. Oh, yeah. It was how uh, we were going to Gen Y, right? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, we're going to go interview someone. And that, like, in itself was kind of, I guess, my wake-up call is the right word, but yeah, it was just, like, my little piece of awareness to be like, oh, okay. This is him doing his job. <laughs> not, you know, like, <laughs> this is not all, uh, if they're not, if the person's not doing exactly what I think they're supposed to be doing, doesn't make it wrong. Yeah. It's just a matter of, and now it's like, you know, we both kind of have full domain to essentially well, work however we please, but when I, if I see you watching a YouTube video, I'm not like, what are you watching? I'm like, chances are it has something to do with, if, even not, even not, if not immediately, Something down the line that we're going to pull into what we're doing because so much of what we do now is like entertainment based. Yeah. Like I can bring an MGMT reference up right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I also think um, it goes into when you're building something yourself, there are no clearly defined roles. Right. right. So it's like, it's everything. And, yeah. And so, like, there's things that, like, you guys are saying, like, okay, there's things that you're both good at. Mm-hmm. So, like, but someone will just take the lead on it if they're mm-hmm. more interested right. or, like, yeah. better. But there's also things that neither of you know how to do. Exactly. True. And, and that stuff kind of, yeah. I think, is what catches us off guard a lot, too, where it's like, oh, yeah, we've got all that, uh, you know, um, tax stuff coming yeah. up and, yeah. and all that. And we're like, yeah, we'll get to that after we're done with yeah. the stuff that we're good at. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think one of the really good things is that even we learned that from the web series yeah. is like going out and trying to find people that fill in that void. Like it would be great if we could do everything, but then again, it wouldn't be right because we worked with you know a director of photography that brought other ideas to the table, and you know somebody that we don't know that it's a fresh perspective. I think that's true. I mean, I, I do believe that working together is a fun, and we really love to do that. But we're always looking for other people that you know not necessarily think the same way we think, but are goal oriented and want to do things. I think one of the funnier things is that we both, because of our corporate experience, are very corporate compared to a <laughs> lot of our suite. creative brethren. People were shocked that we were like on time. Wow. Auditions started when they started, wow. ended when they ended. We filmed. We had the you know, hey, here's your stipend for your parking. I'm like what you know, so. It's interesting to work with different people because we both do bring that, though, the corporate sensibility to the table. But it is great to have other people from the outside Mm -hmm. be partnering with us on certain things that we're doing. And I think for me personally, that was a great lesson I learned. Like she mentioned, I am a perfectionist. So it was, I don't know, I felt a little bit embarrassed that I didn't know every aspect of like the filmmaking process. Like I didn't really want to admit it to these people that we were meeting with. And so I was going home doing all this research, trying to be, you know, an expert at Cinematography, there's no way I was going to, you know, learn all this information and the amount of time we had to do the project. And that's why, you know, I love her personality and she was able to, you know, just push me like, you do not have to know everything. Mm -hmm. You need to get a good team together that can fill in the holes. And so, you know, I like to stay in my comfort zone at times, but, you know. Her name is Cozy. It is Cozy. It's part of the DNA. So just having her to push me to think in a different way because I seriously was trying to learn how she to was. do every, I was trying to be a puppeteer. I was trying yeah. to be a cinematographer. I was trying to be a sound person and failed at that. Right. But you didn't fail. You not fail. Good. No, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean, but I'm that, saying she is good at it. But I think what it is is that, yeah, you have to relinquish some control. Exactly. And I think perfectionists have... 
No offense to the two <laughs> perfectionists in the room. They have trouble because they think someone's going to take what they're trying to do and mess it up. You right, know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, you know, we probably mess it up. Yeah. So, <laughs> we have an odd 50-50 odds. Right. Both a literal puppeteer and figure. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> have you guys done any, like, analysis, yeah, like, like a personality test? Speaking of like, DNA. Like, like Myers-Briggs, not the letters or anything That's like that. You did that. I one. haven't done it. And didn't, didn't your job to try it? Oh, oh, yeah, oh, I don't think you should do it. I don't think you should. I don't. I think, no. What is I that movie we said it was like? Um, oh, Gattaca. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Where you get put yeah. in a, yeah. I don't want anyone I don't like to that. think they know me just yeah. because of some score that yeah. I got. Okay, so I was the same way until about a year and a half ago ish when I actually took one of these tests. Really quick. I love that you just brought a can. <laughs> Thank you. I was just thinking about it this morning, and it's one of my all-time favorite movies. Laser favorite. Yeah. That is one of my favorite yeah. movies. No one knows yeah. about Gattaca. We Sorry. know about Gattaca. Yeah. I had to say that before we went all the way out of the way. We watched that in biology class. That's a good movie. Yeah, that's <laughs> yes. cool. Um, so I used to be like, no, true personality tests, they're yeah. stupid, like, you don't know me kind of thing. But then I actually took this one, uh, it was an adaptation of the Myers-Briggs test on 16personalities.com. Yeah. And like, holy crap, did it change my outlook on everything? Because what it does is it reinforces the things you know about yourself, and it's never a bad thing to have things reinforced. But then it's like, you start to see, and the way they do the results, it's like, if you were to be in this situation, this is how you're likely to act. And you're like, that just happened to me yesterday. Mm. And it actually, it gives you a really good lens on why you act the way you do in certain situations, and then become really aware of where you can Okay. So, like, for instance, one of the things in, in, the, in my 16 personalities, which I'm an ENFP, which is extroverted, intuitive, feeling, and perceptive. Um, and, you know, you can look into what, uh-huh. the idea, you know, what each of those kinds of things. It means things. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I would say, though, I don't disagree with taking it for yourself. I disagree with maybe I'm not as comfortable with a company giving it to me and then taking that information where your path and trying yeah, to direct like this is what you're, you know what I mean yeah. like yeah this because oh I know why she doesn't like what we said because she's a fox and everybody else has <laughs> ferret on her team right. you know that kind of thing yeah, so I've it. taken those I just don't want them used to jump yeah. yeah because I mean I think we all have facets of extrovert in yeah. certain situations introvert in certain situations Sometimes we're more empathic. Sometimes yeah. we're not. You know, there's certain blind spots we all have. I just didn't want it to be on a file somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, you know you why she didn't this. do this? Yeah. But the one the area where it helped me, I didn't like it either, but like interacting with other people. So if you can try to figure out, you know, what their style is. I remember I had some boss yeah. and I was telling these long stories and this was a person that just <laughs> you know, wanted to give me what, you know, give me the one yeah. idea that you have and do it and get out of here. Yeah. And I never, you know, picked up in, on it until I started taking some of those tests and understanding that, you know, people don't communicate the way I do. Yeah. I have to be aware of, you know, other people's styles. So that's the one area where it helped me. Yeah, I think that's, that's a people. good use of it too. I think, you know, for example, like there are some people that don't like to be put on the spot. It doesn't yes. mean that they don't have any ideas. It means that they do not want you to do that to them at right. that moment. Right. Let them have a chance to think. Like right. I know Cozy likes to ruminate. She likes to yes. think. So I, I never, I used to do it. And then I learned when she gave me the Tyra mouth. <laughs> don't do that to her because she may have all the ideas in the world. But guess what? You will not be hearing them at that moment. And she knows, you know, with me, you know, like, you can't force me to research things. You can't send me a hundred links in one email and think that I'm about to sit there and read it. I'll write back, yo. <laughs> oh, yeah, you did send that to me. Like, These do not. So 
Do you did do that to me. I did. I'm sending you a bunch of pictures of puppets and all kinds of crazy stuff. And she's like, stop it. (laughs) Enough. I can't, like, no. This is too much. I'll go with your recommendation. She would get frustrated because she's like, you don't care. (laughs) And it's like, it's not I don't care. This is overwhelming. Right. And I don't think it makes a big of a deal. Yeah. Well, and I I like personality tests because I'm an iron. DJ and that can be very overbearing to people apparently. What is it? So, so that's like, an introvert and what's the introvert intuitive thinking and judging so like very little empathy for people's feelings oh. when it comes to making decisions. It's like no this, this yeah. is what it is. Yeah. I don't know why you're so upset about it. Like that's wow. just how the reality of the it's world pretty is. Tough. Yeah. <laughs> and so like me just cutting you off mid thing. I'm 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 now realizing that I totally just like stomped on your little like story you're about to tell. <laughs> And so, like, these are the things that I'm like, I normally would just blast through, and, you know, it explains a lot. But also, at the same time, I have to, like, take a step back and be like, all right, if I don't want to just piss everyone off and drive everyone away, uh, I need to realize these things. Well, yeah, what it gave us was, I mean, we knew each other pretty well, but then it gave us the compass to be like, how would he approach this? Mm -hmm. Give each other a little slack. Yeah, 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 yeah. And kind of, like... Being able to own like even more that you're good at this, I'm good at this, mm-hmm. I suck at this, you suck at that, and we kind of pick up each other's um, weaknesses. Um, but even within that, I think what's interesting is so like in my results, and this kind of just like end up like directly relating to what we've been working on over the last few weeks. Uh, I took the test again and just or just relooked at my results, I should say. And it was like, if you were to be told in school to write, like when you were in school and you were asked to write an essay and you had to outline it, chances are you wrote the essay and then created an outline based yeah, on the that. essay yeah, instead of that. writing an outline and then making the essay. Yeah. And then like, lo and behold, like what was the first thing I did when we created this course? Was, <laughs> yeah. I wrote it and I was like, all right, now let's outline it. <laughs> right. and, I, and I will say that yeah. because I can admit that, you know, I didn't take the Myers-Briggs, but, you know, have you ever taken this thing in, in like grammar school, they usually do this where they write these instructions on the blackboard from one to 10, and it's like, do all these crazy things. And the 10th item is don't do any of these yeah, things. Yeah. I was always the idiot that was up doing the stuff because I don't, when I get new technology, I just get it out, open it up and start using it. I ask her to come and help me with some things because if it's not immediately obvious, this is the person that will read through, pour through these instructions, go on YouTube, find a video yeah. that teaches you how, and do it. But sometimes I don't need that. But yeah. when I do, you know, that's what she does. But I think that that is, you know, part of my personality is let's just get it going, you know. Mm-hmm. And it can work for you in some cases, and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. So I've tried to be, like, look at her behavior and kind of model it. Do you like, find it, like, very difficult to, like, I'm just terrible with instructions. Yeah, me too. That's yeah. what I'm saying. That's why I just, oh, this is my new Recipes, phone? Recipes, I am like, always looking this at like... This is the galaxy? Yeah, that's why I okay. you don't <laughs> bake. Because yeah. I don't bake. Because that's, that's why. Yeah, yeah. I hate baking. Like, I'm good with cookies. It can be anything. Right. Like, you know what? Just bring me some of that. Hold <laughs> 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 on. Copycats. Get your own Because that test, that 10-question test, when I took it, I went all the way to the bottom, because I always go bottom first, and then I go, oh. But I didn't, like, tell anyone in class. I just went... I know. You're right. <laughs> I, I literally put this my pencil. So funny. <laughs> I probably did the same thing as you, Kyra, where I, but then I got to 10 and I was like, erase, erase, erase. Right. No, I, <laughs> I mean, ours was bad because it was like jump around the room. I mean, so oh, what I was doing was visible. There was oh, no way man. for me to play off that I didn't. But other people were right there with me. Okay. But that, there were a couple I took ones. great joy in watching everyone. I'm sure you did. That is too funny. I'm sure you did. When we got to the end, I went, 
I know. <laughs> that, but she's right. I mean, I like to cook because I feel like on a when you're cooking in a pot, you can change, you can put more, yeah. and you're exactly. improvising. Yeah. Baking, things are just flat because I forgot the part about the pinch of this. Yeah, <laughs> she's annoying. so precise. Yeah. She's got like an egg timer. Yeah. And I don't, I'm like, all right, that's enough of this. Well, I'm ready to eat it. Pull it out, you know. So that's that's interesting. Yeah. But I mean, I don't think, like I said, it's not right or wrong. I just don't like that in a work setting because I think people are already looking to create you know, boxes, yeah. boxes yeah. and I don't want to be in yeah. one. Yeah. I hear you on that. I just think, I think it helps with, like you said, uh, group dynamics. Yeah. Group yeah. Di- and also just understanding, you know, not necessarily boxing them in, but understanding why a person may not think the same as yeah, you. That's a good like, yeah. I think to the point or even to the effect of, so like for instance, recently Martin moderated this panel uh, in 1871 um, about like disruptive innovation. And, you know, this was like two years ago. I probably would have been like, oh man, why wasn't I asked you that? Because I, you know, I enjoy being in front of people mm-hmm. and having the microphone and all that stuff. This time around, it like didn't phase me at all. And I, I, you know, and I went and attended it. And I was like, afterwards, I was like, dude, there's no way I could have done that because I would have wanted to jump in with my own opinion every. Like, I, can't, I can't be, a, I can't be a moderator on like I'm in those kinds of really. Places. I want to have my own opinion on everything. Oh, Whereas, I was like. Oh, wait, I'm supposed to be stopping them. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like, really interested and engrossed, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, tell me more. But that's the kind of stuff where I'm yeah. like, knowing his personality type versus mine, like, anytime it involves moderation now, because we've done a handful of these yeah. kinds of things, yeah. it's like, Martin, you're moderate, right? And you're like, yeah, because yeah, I know if I'm going to do that. And your panel. And, cause, and the other part of it, too, is like, with moderating, like, to, dig it, to do it well, like, I mean, you had questions written down, but you didn't even use them. It's like, you have to listen to what they're saying and react to that. And his listening skills are far better than mine. Yeah. My head's just going like, when do I get to talk next? <laughs> yeah, I do a lot of moderating in journalism. I think in that situation, we would probably be good at doing both, you know, but I think that she would prepare differently than I would. Oh, yeah. Oh, I would just wow. hop up there. Mm. What were you no, doing? I was thinking when people ask you, like, last oh, minute to do so this mad. moderating, and I'm like, how on earth did you do this? Like, I would get up and I would walk out. No, she <laughs> would. She doesn't like, you know, like, like. People put her on the spot all yeah, the time. Yeah, people do that. Do that. Like, and they'll and ask her five minutes before the event to moderate. Moderate. I was supposed like, to be a panelist. And they said, yeah. no, can you moderate? And and she was, like, ready to run out with me. <laughs> she was getting my coat for me and my badge. She's like, we don't have to take this. And I'm like, no, I'm okay. And I got up there. I wrote some notes. And I and I did it, but I knew that if they asked her to do that, that she wouldn't do it. I would storm out. She would storm out. (laughs) Not appropriate. At that event that Martin moderated afterwards, I was talking to my friend uh, Chris because that 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 event also featured a handful of startups pitching Mm -hmm. their companies, and one you know one of the biggest like critiques in those situations, I think, from the judges and from the people on his panel was like kind of oversharing information and just making your presentation like really long winded and not having a clear and concise way to explain. And so I'm talking to my friend Chris, and he's like, I feel like these companies should just hire out someone to just look at the information like five minutes before going up and then just pitch on behalf of a company. Like, wow. yeah. so instead of having like the CEO do it, have someone who's like not even related to the company or who's like, yeah, yeah, because they know what to edit out. To just right. be like, okay, yeah. all right, go up there and do it. No, that, that probably <laughs> and that's, and that's like what my approach would be to something like that is, all right, let me just skim this. Oh, yeah, wait. I mean, but I don't mind. Like, I do, impro- you know, yeah. I, I was a TV reporter. That's how I started yeah. out. So I'm used to, you know, things aren't going to go just the way you want them to. You might be doing a report outside a courthouse, and then someone might run into the frame and try to snatch your head off your head. You know, yeah. I had some man come scream in my ears once. So I'm used to, like, yeah. on the spot. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, you can't just ignore it because you look yeah. like a, a nut. You know, yeah. like, oh, I'm going to continue yeah. on my broadcast. So I think that, you know, there are 
sometimes you have to be ready for impromptu, and I think oh, yeah. that she can do it. Yeah. She's just one I of those things you had to work on. And then another thing I had to work on was, yeah, maybe had I researched this <laughs> bag on panel, it wouldn't have been such yeah. an imposition yeah. because I didn't even know who these people were. I was like, let me yeah, figure yeah. out what their names are. And, you know. And I think we learned that too when we were pitching to different like production companies and we'd come in with one idea that we had prepared and they might go I hate that idea what else do you, what have? you got right so then you know she can come in she's you know really good with improv and Thank you know you. think about ideas on the spot but then you know I also had the research background so I right. knew what they were buying I knew yeah. the kind of content they were interested in I could and talk she would to tell them. me what to yeah you know, I could what tell you know, go from yeah. yeah so you know definitely works together but yeah you, well, not, oh sorry no go ahead well I, I, I just love that panel because it was like uh, when I was putting the questions together, I was definitely putting them together based off what, because like I'd gotten a prompt that said like here's some questions like those are terrible questions I need to come up with my own. And then I was like, all right, so here's the questions I would put together, but I really don't care about the first seven. They just happen to relate to what you guys had asked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the first question I asked uh, allowed the speakers to say, oh, that's not important, which was my opinion. <laughs> and I was like, all right, sweet. I can just throw out all throw those it. questions I didn't want to do and get to the ones that yeah. I didn't want to do. Yeah. And like that, I, I thought it was pretty fun because it was like, on the, I, I mean, this is only one of a, a handful of things I've moderated, but it was like the best part of moderating something is when you get past what everyone expects you to ask. Yeah. Right. And start asking the yeah, questions. That's what makes it yeah. most interesting. Yeah. Right? yeah. So. What do I do that annoys you the most? Or, or what single thing has annoyed you the most? And while you're thinking of that, I want you guys to think of your okay. answers for each other okay. as well. We're thinking. Um, like, this, I, is, this is no problem. <laughs> I, well, it is a problem because I'm not, I'm trying to pick which. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think I think the thing, and we talked about this a little bit. Um, the thing that I struggle with the most because I'm sort of a perfectionist is. Um, like we've done it with the podcast. We've done it with pretty much everything we've done up to this point, which is like one take kind of thing. And with what we're working on with the course, we've done more takes with things, which I've enjoyed. <laughs> I like having more takes. Mm-hmm. And um, I think as we go forward into this like merge of education and entertainment, um, I'm seeing a future where there's going to be days upon days of production with lots of takes and lots of angles and lots of redos of things. And you're saying this really politely. Yeah, he's, there's <laughs> yeah. a serious build up here. Hit him well, with it. What you yeah, gonna get? No, and I, I I just think at the end of the day, um I think you're you're someone who enjoys one takes. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh and I think that that one frustrates me sometimes, but two uh in the very back of my head is like a bit of fear of like when we get to the point where this is going to be this is going to be much higher production and it's not just like you know us being scrappy um how will that leap look and i'm someone who's a worrier and an overthinker and i think way ahead so that starts to make me start wondering like what do i need to start preparing in order to be ready for that when that comes in case that that's the situation yeah i'd say that's a fair but it's interesting because the one take mindset is, I don't know if it's for good or for bad, but it applies to me when we do our work here. Mm-hmm. But then, like with music, when I'm recording songs, like 
like a million takes uh, and like I'll re-record two lines within a verse because it was those two lines were off but the rest sounded fine and then I'll listen to that and be like well, wait no now it makes these other four lines sound best and I'll redo the whole thing mm-hmm. you know like my last album I, I've listened to each of those songs like thousands of times and the different takes of those songs thousands of times and I think it's funny that in that environment I'm as perfectionist as I could possibly be but then in this environment I'm not I don't know why that's the case but um, Probably because I see that I, as well, artistic. I think, well, I think part of it, well, maybe. It could be the artistic. And so we'll definitely come back to that. But I think also it's because, and I notice this myself as well, it's we know the other person is there to check it. That's true. And so it's like, oh, it doesn't have to be perfect because I know that they, I'm going to be passing it off mm-hmm. and they'll catch things that I don't get. And I've, I know I've done that as well, where I'm like, okay, I've got it pretty much done, you finish writing it. Yeah. And like... I'm wondering if that's good or bad, probably both in yeah. certain situations. But I think, um, yeah, it's like you guys said, like, you'll come together at a certain mm-hmm. time. It's like, you better have your shit done. Right, right. Um, I'm not sure if we've gotten to that point. Yeah. No, but we've also, I think our division of labor works a little bit differently. Yeah. To where we do constantly check in. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I don't know. All right, now what, what's, well, either continue going on yeah, that or yeah, tell yeah. me what. No, my thing with you. you. Where do I start? Oh. Whoa! <laughs> Let's get the papers out. <laughs> Instigating. I think, so there's there's a couple things, and we, all, all things that we have talked about before. Um, one of the things that uh, I haven't really, well, I'll just say, one of the things that annoyed me before was. Um, when we start to sniff success, you take your foot off the gas a little bit, and like, not panic, but it's like, you almost don't have an expectation that we should be doing something to that success level. And I'm like, and from learning now, I'm thinking, well, why haven't we had the conversation going into it of what is the expectation here? Of the success? Yeah. So like, for instance, when we originally launched the course, we had a completely different name, and it fell flat. Oh, trying to change direction. And then we, you know, yeah. we retooled it, but then I was like, you know, I was like beat up over that. I was like, crap, like, we mm-hmm. fell flat on our face, and you were like, well, I didn't expect us to actually, for this to actually work, and I was like, well, why the hell did we talk about that? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, and I think that that goes into, um, plan, like, you guys said you know what your goal is at the yeah, end. Yeah, right. And mm-hmm. I think maybe... Yeah, I just, and, I, and, and, and you know, after the fact, I was like, why the hell did, well, I was yeah. like, I was like, are you scared of us actually having success was one of my thoughts. And then, and almost like sabotaging it. Not sabotaging, but like sabotaging your own mindset. Like, if I have no expectations, I can't be let down kind of thing. Hmm. Um, and then the, the, my second thought was, well, why didn't we talk about this beforehand? That was clearly a tactical oversight. That's one instance. This, this is crazy because I feel like we are actually living in parallel. Right. Really? We are you, and you are us. Wow. Are you just going to hold that? Oh, okay. All right. Um, so what's the parallel? I think, like for me, I'm definitely the more, I would say, detail-oriented. I didn't say that. Yeah, that's, that's fair. That's a fair assessment. But some of those things, I mean, those things do have to get done. So when we're doing productions, each step has to get done, and I always felt like, you know, she's more of the big picture person, and I'd want to discuss and you know, every single detail, and she would just make a decision. I kind of felt like she was okay, not didn't care. Didn't she care. fired me once. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> she really? did. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, I didn't really fire her. She, I took it as a she fired me. Okay. She was sending me, you know, like I said, it was the thing about the details. I feel sometimes overwhelmed by the details. Yeah. And sometimes I think, you know what, these are gradients of the same decision. It doesn't matter that much. And maybe I was dismissive. No, I agree. Yeah. I may have been too dismissive in, in like, you know, I'm not worried about that. Yeah. I think she took that as, you know, here I have sat here and tried to research these things and present you with options and you don't even want to. I mean, she, she basically yeah. said, well, what is it that you do think you can do? <laughs> and that's when I was like, oh, I didn't been fired. I've been put out in the pink slips. Yeah. Like, the funny thing wow. is, though, we what have that relationship. That you... <laughs> she did. And, I mean, she, when she gets mad, she gets extremely professional with you. So that's how I oh, knew okay. that oh, I had okay. fallen out of, yeah. you know, her good graces. Yeah. But because I love her and she's my best friend, I we took that as a humorous right. thing. And I said, oh, you fired me? And then we were able to yeah. talk it through. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I was like, why are she sending me all these yeah. emails? And then she's thinking, why isn't she reading all these right. emails? But it was something that we didn't. And I I did realize, too, I mean, sometimes I do fall back on organizing and reorganizing things because I'm a little afraid to, you know, move forward with a project. Like, as as long as you're stuck in, like, pre-production mode, you don't actually have to to do something. And I I know that that is something. Well, I realized after we worked together, and she pointed it out to me, that that is something (laughs) that I was doing, like, you know, procrastinating, stalling, instead of actually... Getting the just idea done, do just it. like redoing it over and over and over again instead of just mm-hmm. pushing it forward. So, yeah. you know, making I, sure it'll work. Right, yeah. exactly, <laughs> right. exactly. And work is, you know, yeah. and, and so, and believe me, I, I take that. I don't, I don't think like, oh, well, she shouldn't have done that. She shouldn't have been hard on me. She had a point. I mean, that was silly of me. I should have looked at it. I mean, I don't know that I could look at it in the granularity that she did, but I could have shown more respect you know, yeah. for her process, once I understood that and how angry I was making her, I didn't know I was making her mad by doing that. I thought I was, like, giving her power. Like, just decide and let me know when yeah. you have yeah. come to the decision. <laughs> and she's like, no, ma'am, you will help or else yeah. you are fired. So right. um, I was going to report her to my mom uh, for firing me from our company. But <laughs> I think, you know, and I, I'm not going to say, she doesn't irritate me except, like, I'll tell you what I do not like. I think that, and I don't like this from anybody, but she does it to me sometimes. When people ask me the same question different ways, I don't like it. Like she'll say, you know, what do you think about this? And I'll say, I don't really have a thought. But you should have a thought. And I'm like, hey, ma'am, I don't care. And I'm not going to care five minutes from now, ten minutes from now. If you don't stop this. There's going to be a problem. Yeah. And that's when I have to pull big sister rank. I was here two years before you. (laughs) And I will not be questioned. You know, sometimes I truly do not care. This is not a me being dismissive. It's like, (laughs) if you say to me, I want to wear this blue shirt or a green shirt, and I tell you you look pretty in both, please stop it right there. (laughs) Because if you keep it up, well, green is sometimes good for the outdoorsy types, and blue is occasionally the color of the sky in Miami. <laughs> I don't care. Do you hear me? You know? And so sometimes that yeah. I find that to be irksome. But yeah. I like the way she works. I think she's very smart. She's, you know, I think one of the smartest people I've ever encountered. So I don't well, I'm going to dismiss what she says, but I think she just had to learn, leave me be when I say that I don't have an opinion because I'm not kidding. I'm not just doing it because I'm busy. Yeah. I literally don't. Some things I just don't care about. You know? I totally learned that with design. Just like <laughs> No, it looks good. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's so funny. <laughs> like, here's a new website, and right. here's the reasons that we could do this color, this color. Yeah. Sure. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you could go this way, you could go that way. What's yeah. the difference? You go to Starbucks, you order a chai, you right. order a coffee. 
they're both hot drinking, you know, whatever you want. You know, chai may be rich in, you know, cinnamon. Maybe you don't want any cinnamon. It's not right or wrong. And I just had to learn to say why. You know, not, you know, the reason I don't care is because I find both of these options to be good because on this hand or that hand, rather than just being like, I don't care because then that may feel like I don't care about that you, about any of this. Right. And I did not feel that way in any way. And I'm glad we were able to work through that. We came up with some good stuff, I think. People liked it. We did have some issues with that. She's very, very, very detailed. Yeah. Got it down to the little grain of sand. And I, I, I like the point you made about um, getting over the, like, procrastinating the fear mm-hmm. and everything like that. Because I think with the first launch that we did, I didn't feel like we were ready for it. And that's why I was like, we're not, I, I don't feel internally that we are ready for this launch, but we were still we needed to hit that deadline. And I had said to someone, I just want to do the launch so that we can then have a discussion about what isn't working about the launch. <laughs> because pre-launch, it's, let's just launch it. Every answer was kind of coming back to, we just need to get it launched. And I was like, mm, I feel like there's a lot more that needs to be talked about yeah. here, but I don't want to derail the, the, the movement. So I'm fine with it failing as long as it means that we're going to have a conversation about it. But that doesn't disregard the fact that there is also fear and procrastination there. Because with the March launch that's coming up, we've been so focused on building that we haven't done much in sales. And so the thought that I had the other day was, well, we haven't been focused on selling, so maybe we should delay that launch. Because that's my fear that we're not going to do the numbers that we said we were going to do. But then I also remember back to... We didn't think we were going to hit our numbers for the original launch. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is fear. This is anxiety. This mm-hmm. isn't that I don't think we're ready. Yeah. This is different. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so it, I think we're 100% ready for that launch. I just think we're, we're just, really focused right now. How many hours are actually exactly. in the day? Exactly. How many hours yeah. are in the day? And so this time I'm pushing back on the internal fear and procrastination and saying, I'm not even going to bring that up. We're going to still be selling this until March. And so sure. that's a, that is definitely something that I think after the launch and we did have that conversation is something that is an internal battle that continues to go. I think that's a good thing though to have the kind of opposites attract dynamic because I think and I'm not insulting myself because I do things by myself and they're not terrible things, but I think it's good to have the push and pull to have somebody who's like, hey, we've got a deadline, let's go. But then somebody else who says, wait a second, before we go to that yeah, deadline, let's make sure these things yeah. you know, are working. Because if you're just working by yourself, you might procrastinate and never do anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're working with a person like I, I'm, I write fiction and I send it to her because she's not going to just tell me, like, just get out there. She'll say, Where, what about this or this timeline or have you considered that? And, you know, she'll do the same with me. I want to do this, but I'm afraid to do it. I'm like, put it up now. Do it. You know, so I think we create a good, you know, in both, in all our respects, create a good push and pull dynamic that more people need. I think sometimes it's frightening when you see people that are the same and they're just go, go, go. And yeah. they flame out. That's why I think it or two work. people yeah, that sit in a cave and don't ever produce yeah. anything. Right. They're sitting there yeah. noodling over the minute <laughs> right. details that, guess what? The average person doesn't care about yeah. what well, you're talking about. And it's funny like, to think about, you know, Kyra and our personalities being the same and like, let's just get it up and then like fix where fix necessary. It. Yeah. So I'm someone who like, I like, I save a lot of the information I come across over the years or just like things I'm working on. So I actually recently went back to my like performance review at my last job from I don't know like the time where like I thought I was going to get promoted but then didn't 
And one of the like needs improvement areas was like dot your I's and cross your T's. You're rushing through everything, and you're like sending emails that have errors in them, or like, like I had a bad habit of never attaching the file when I was supposed to attach the file. Oh, because you were busy trying to get the yeah, exactly. It's one of those like it's like I compartmentalize the right word. I'm like I'm like. Doing it, it, done with yeah. it. Doing it, done with it. Right. And then I actually, from that performance review, I then put a little sticky note at the top of my computer that said, did you attach the file? And then from that oh, point forward, yeah, I always cool. would yeah. look at that and then know to attach right. the file. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm downloading yeah. the undo button that Gmail has. <laughs> so wow. You can always make sure. Bring it on back. <laughs> <laughs> Although the, the previous before the undo, I mean, that doesn't work. That is horrible. Oh, when people try to snatch something oh, back yeah, and it doesn't really it do obvious. it, just makes it more obvious that you did something crazy you shouldn't have done. Sender would like to recall, yeah. and you're like, Oh, well, no, yeah. I really want to see no, it now. Yeah. Like, oh, everybody's yeah. salary information yeah. for the whole company open, you know. So, yeah. it's that's interesting, but I think you know, I certain aspects I think I'm more of a perfectionist about you know, as a journalist, you can't print erroneous yeah. things, people right. will come for you and yeah. they will destroy yeah. your life, you know what I mean? You yeah. will be. Oh my god! And you know, I, yeah. The the clarity, you know, clarification is the nightmare of every journalist. So I'm not like that with most things. But so I think my issue is when something's not right or wrong, when there's two ways to go about it, I yeah. could go either way. And it's good to have somebody that's like, yeah, we could go that way, but why don't we do this because this might help us get our goal mm-hmm. a little bit better. And with the whole stalling thing, I look back. We keep like all of our ideas. We had like Excel spreadsheets. Now we're oh using Google gosh. Docs. But I read the trades and I look at, you know, what's being bought, what's being sold. And half of our ideas are on there. Right. It's just yeah. like we never yeah. Yeah. we never got past, you know, putting the it in the six-month spreadsheet. Yeah. Right. And so that that's a constant reminder to me. Like, you know, the ideas are good, but you actually have to do it. Do you don't yeah. 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 for yeah. first mooning around. Right. Like, get it well, out there. Yeah, and to that point, too, I think a lot of people, and this is something that I used to do, but now I think I'm better at, instead of, like, getting pissed, it's like, well, no, it was on me to make that happen. Like, yeah, if you see yeah, that, no, yeah, yeah, buy it. Yeah. 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 But we I think a lot of people will see someone else like do something. Like, no, yeah. I thought of that first. Right, right. Yeah. Like, you didn't okay, do it. You didn't do yeah. it. Yeah. You didn't do when it. I was a kid, I was in a class and I invented a mop that would strain itself. Yeah. And then that came out like twelve, ah. years, later. <laughs> 12 years later. I was like, right. you like I could have been that rich kid. But you guys mentioned that together you're able to get more stuff done. With your separate personalities and the way you approach personal projects, one of the first things you guys mentioned was that outside of what you're doing every day mm-hmm. together, you're doing little things by yourself. Like, I know you always are writing, always are making things, always are putting things out in the world. I'm more like researching it, saying, I'd really love to do that, and then I hold on to it and I don't put it out there. Um, but then I infuse it into our work somehow, and it still gets out you know, through what yeah. we're doing. But um, personally, just on my own, like writing blog posts or things like that. I tend to do a lot of research and then not actually put it out because my personality is that fear and holding on to it and not releasing things where yours is the go, go, go. So are you guys the same way with that? Yeah, I mean, to some extent, I think so. I mean, I, I always send her things because I know she'll give me the quality control check and she's looking out for me, not just as a co-founder and a partner, but this is my sister. You know, she doesn't want me to look crazy in any respect. So right. she's always like very... You know, this is a, and she's so sweet about it. This is a good job, but you know, why don't you look at this and look at how this person did it? She'll send me examples, so I'll be like, okay, she means I need to go back to the lab on this. So don't jump out here and then you know ruin the effort. So I appreciate that. I mean, I try to push her to do things. Mm-hmm. You know, I think she's, like I said, brilliant. 
and but sometimes maybe too humble in my opinion you know i think she doesn't think people you know what i mean will receive it the way she wants it received and i'm like guess what there will be someone who will be like this is rad garbage but that's one right. person 200 other people are going to love it just do it and if it doesn't right. work out so what you know what i mean yeah. so i i try to push her in that way yeah because i think back to my days like in corporate america and what you know people said my performance reviews and Putting yourself out there, self-promotion was definitely yeah. like one of those she's issues. Yeah. And you know, I'm always like, the work will speak for itself. Like, no, nope. somebody else is gonna nope. put their yeah. name on top of you need the a work. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. The work and it never it did. Like else people said, yeah, you did a good job, yeah. but they didn't know that she did. Did not necessarily know that I did it or yeah. what I was working on. I was just quietly doing a lot of work, and nobody was even yeah. you know right. recognizing yeah. that I was doing it. So, you know, definitely learn from her and about putting yourself out there. Like everybody's not going to like it, but yeah. you need right. to. And I mean, and I think it's yeah. it's an occupational hazard. I'm a writer. In the things I do, they get published. People say mean things right, to you're me. Used to it. <laughs> I'm used to it. You know, and I did have to develop a thicker skin. Yeah. So I try to like teach her that without her actually experiencing it. But yeah. I have had situations yeah. where I've called her up, like, "Oh my God, I wrote this column, and all these people wrote these terrible mean yeah. things." You know, but I got used to it. And I'm like, "Yeah, okay. Yeah. Hey, I'm still right. gonna do it." Yeah. But I think she's just. Which is a good attribute. I mean, we live in a society now where I think people give themselves too many pats on the back for mediocrity. So it's refreshing that I have a sister that has all this talent and she's not like, you know, walking around tooting her own horn. But at the same time, I'm like, but you know what? You could ring a little bell for yourself every now and again instead of, you know, letting other people get the shine for things that you do. You know, great. A great job. I've met more people like in the industry that way just... People had no idea I had an interest in film. Like people did, were like, "Cozy, what the hell do you do?" Like they knew, <laughs> they knew that she was a journalist. Because I tell you, yeah, this, this is unbelievable. <laughs> what what is it that you do in life? And so you know, realizing yeah, it's not something yeah. you can assume that people just gather yeah. what you do. You or know, that, if everyone else is trumpeting themselves yeah. and you don't, yeah, you yeah. will fall by the wayside. Yeah. One of the things we were talking about a couple days ago was so we were like, you know, we were talking about wrestling because you know I like wrestling yes right <laughs> and he was asking me like which wrestler do I think I am most like and it was hard for me to pick but then this ended up leading to do we idolize people who are like us and surround ourselves with people who are the opposite of us mm-hmm. and that may and we have no definitive answer but hmm. that may be the case because we were thinking about it because I was like because you were saying how all my everyone friends are, friends are extroverted right well they're ENFPs so they're like feelers because I'm so overly critical in thinking yeah. that I and I am lacking that so much that I need to surround myself with people like that and I surround myself with extroverts because they even if I'm not promoting myself they'll be promoting it yeah. Yeah. in some way. And you then, think you did that on purpose or you think it no, just No, I happens? think it's all subconscious. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then like in my case and I haven't you know specifically found out what my circle of friends are but I'm thinking to it and I'm like Am I perhaps surrounding myself with the opposite, and that allows me, you know, being my personality type, I need people who will listen to me. If I'm always like, I can't be around other people who are always talking all the time, yeah. like because that's kind of what I do. And if we're all always talking all the time, no one's ever going to get a word in. So do I need to be around people who are listening to me? But then when I think about who do I idolize or who do I see myself as, who I have no connection yeah. with. Do I pick someone who's just like me? Mm-hmm. So, again, we don't have an answer to that. I idolize, like, Wes Anderson, Christopher Nolan, yeah. people like that. These people who, like, are very quiet, don't promote themselves with their yeah. work. Their work like, is amazing. Yeah. And, but I surround myself with all these extroverts who mm-hmm. are, like, because I want to see them creating cool things. And, yeah. Like, do, and I'm like, I idolize yeah. The Rock. 
Yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask you if it was The Rock, right? And the Rock is really out there. And yeah. there's no, and you can see from what happened to his career. I mean, I think that I have friends that are like me. You know, I think, you know, Cozy And it's not a blank, you know. No, 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 I know friend. what you mean. Yeah. I think most of my friends are probably like me. Like, when we talk, we're just, like, laughing, telling jokes. I have a friend that has, like, the same temper as I have. Sometimes that is bad because we'll encourage each other to do something foolish. Like, well, I would have done worse, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I like having, like, Cozy and I, I think, have very similar attributes. But she also will pour cold water on some things I'm doing like I don't think you want to do that she calls me Minnie that's like one of my little ridiculous things Minnie I don't think that you know that's a good idea what if that person does this to you and I'm like oh you know so I think it's like a good mix but I believe I hang around maybe because I don't want them to say like oh you talk too much or take up you know people that'll just interrupt and talk I don't care I'm not trying to take up the whole conversation I think I have Probably a good mix. People that are similar to me, but I when I started in in school, I used to do this. Like people, I'm competitive. I have a competitive streak, so I would always find people that I thought could push me to the next level. So I didn't necessarily love them, right? But I yeah. admired something in them, and it may it would give me this. And it so, yeah, and it yeah. works. So like yeah. my best friend was somebody that you know I wanted to to take her down in terms in of GPA or, or math yeah, or something. Right. Like we didn't love each other, but right. you know she just. Ow, she always did that. It's yeah. interesting. She did that yeah. uh, even like early as like yeah. first grade, second yeah. grade. Whoever who has the most buckets in the Pizza Hut challenge. <laughs> yeah, this like, is my best friend. friend. <laughs> like this person, nothing like you. What are you hanging around yeah. for? And it was because they fuel her. Yeah, I'm not as competitive yeah. as this one is. Yeah. I it does, people sometimes misunderstand. They think that I would be the one. I'm really mean playing taboo. I am very. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend going up against me in taboo. Yeah. but I'm not really competitive, and I've never done that. And right. Maybe I could have. Maybe yeah. it would help. I've found, I don't. I've never done that. But all her friends, it's true. It was yeah. almost like she was building an Olympic team. <laughs> There were always, I'm faster than so-and-so. I'm like, who cares? What are you guys doing? Running around the building? Why? Why does this matter? Well, she got this, so I'm going to get it too. I'm like, okay, is that, how do you guys have fun? Yeah. But that was fun for her. Like, it was competition. She likes that. Because I asked you this the other day. I said, am I competitive? Because I've never thought of myself as competitive. Because when I think of competitive, I think sports. And I I like solo sports. I don't like team sports. Mm -hmm. And so... But what you just said there, um, I have a friend who I'm still great friends with today from sixth grade, and I remember at one point, like, this just crazy popped in my head. I remember saying to my parents at one point, I'm like, oh, yeah, he's, like, really, really smart, so I'm going to, like, become smart just by being his friend. <laughs> oh, that's cool, though, right. Through osmosis, the smart right. yeah. that's, that's, that's how it worked. But Cozy would have said, I'm going to be smarter than that <laughs> Their report card is going to look like garbage when I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> She's, like, quietly competitive. But I think those are the scariest people, the ones that are quietly competitive. You don't even know they're competing with you. Like, she used to try to come for me, and I had no idea. I'm like, she told the worst thing she's ever done to me, honestly, was don't make a face because you did it. it, What was I turning, six? She was, like, four, maybe. And and she told me, you know, today, you know, is your birthday. That's fine, but I'm going to turn an age, too. I'm going (laughs) to share this birthday. I'm like, no, no, you're not. <laughs> yeah, I am. Uh, you know, that was like part of her like competitive nature. I was so angry I couldn't even enjoy my own birthday party Did because I, I got the cake too. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Like, why would my parents like allow this type of foolishness where this person, you know what I mean? And she was, she loved me and she was doing it for me and always has been like that. But she quietly competes with me on stuff and I'm not even thinking about it because I'm not competing with anybody. I'm just having a good yeah. time. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, okay. You know, you got this uh, award when you were in this grade. 
I will be getting the same. Yeah, it's so funny. I'm just going to one day walk up to someone and be like, I won. Right. <laughs> They're going to be like, no idea. What? Right. What? Right. What's the prize? When did this contest take place? Oh. Well, That's we awesome. need to wrap this up. There's plenty more I'd like to wow. say. I guess we'll save it for the Festivus dinner. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> um, Before we wrap up, Kyra and Cozy, um, what are you guys working on? Uh, tell our listeners about yourselves and where they can find you. What are we working on? So we're working on a number of things. You know, we are working on an unscripted restaurant series. Um, working on, we've done a video series focused on kind of the way African-American women are perceived in pop culture. So people can check us out at youtube.com forward slash myth lab entertainment. Myth lab, like myth, Greek myths. Not math. Myth. So that's some of it. But I mean, again, you know, just stay tuned to our page and you will see magic coming forth. And as I mentioned, you know, I'm working on some fiction writing. I've done journalistic writing for so long. I'm trying to branch off into more sci-fi or type of work. And he's working on some branded projects, too. But yeah, Myth Lab Entertainment is the best place to find us. So, you know, check out some of our past projects and hope you come back to see it if you can. What kind of sci-fi? You know, it's informed by like a Ray Bradbury like yeah. sensibility. Or yeah, Stephen or King. Stephen King, Ray Bradbury type of, you know, looking at contemporary culture, but yeah. through a, a dark lens. I was <laughs> uh, yes. Ominous, huh? I always associate Dandelion Wine with Ray Bradbury, which was not very really dark. I love, we love, yeah. like, love it. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right, so then to wrap up, we'll go around the room. We'll start with Martin. How do you not kill your coworkers? Hmm. Um, well, going back to what you guys had said about personality tests in the workplace and like having them be used against people, uh, what I found in the workplace was they'd have you take all the tests and then would never reference it, and that drove me crazy. Mm-hmm. So it's like you have it in your cube and everyone has it there, but everyone still treats each other exactly the same. So if you understand yourself and you've taken one of those tests, use the understanding of that test to not just read your own profile, but to read everyone else's. Yeah. And then try and have a little more empathy for how other people's work styles are. Mm-hmm. Because um, I definitely didn't do that and just stayed in my own head. And uh, I didn't see many other people do that. And I think that's a disservice. My answer for how do you not kill your coworker, playing off of what you said, Martin, uh, I don't think I realized this until taking a personality test is that not everyone thinks like I do, <laughs> you know? So for me to be like, oh yeah, just go up on stage and talk. Someone will be like, no, that's the most crippling thing in the world. And I'd be like, no, it's easy, <laughs> you know? Um, so I actually think what I've done to not kill you and you know other coworkers in the past is if something comes up that is potentially a conflict is actually instead of just diving right into like, well, what are they doing wrong or why isn't this the way it should be is to think instead, how would this person, knowing what I know about this person, how would they approach this? And knowing, and then having that vision of how they would approach it kind of allows you to reframe the conversation you then might have or even the output of whatever is being created. Yeah. And then confront them on a podcast. <laughs> Get out. Broadcast that to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Including the space, you know, make sure you're <laughs> I agree with what you guys have said. I think you need to start by understanding how you work before you can work with other people. Uh, know your strengths, know your skills, and then you know when you're working on a team, make sure that you 
have agreed upon a goal, a lot of strategy before you try to move on to the other parts. And then another thing I think helps before you kill your coworkers is that you celebrate your successes and always talk about this is what we could have done, this is what we should have done, but celebrate, you know, everything that's going on along the way. That's great. Man, you almost left me with nothing to say. Thanks, sister. <laughs> well, I would say the first tip of not killing your coworker or co-founder is or sibling. Or sibling <laughs> is you know work with people that you enjoy working with. Right. You don't always have as much choice when you're in corporate America and it's kind of a pre-selected situation. But if you do have a choice, yeah. partner with people that compliment you, not just people that you like or you're friends with. Because you know I have friends that, as much as I love them, I won't name any names. I don't want to work with them. Right. You know I want to work with her because right. you know she is awesome to me. You know I wouldn't work with her if I felt otherwise. I think the other thing is not just necessarily recognizing other people's work styles, recognize and be willing to admit that different people are better at different things. I think we live, you know, again, in a culture where everybody wants to say, well, I can do this and I can do that. You can, but if you can look at someone else and say, all right, they're a little bit better than this or they're a little more efficient. Why don't I hand that off instead of me wanting to be in everything so that I can take equal credit? There's no such thing Mm -hmm. as equality in anything, even in a marriage, you know, somebody's doing a little more. So maybe this time they do a little more, maybe next phase you do a little more. So don't try to hog it because then you won't be able to produce anything with another person if you're always concerned about getting all the credit for every phase of the process. Yeah, I love that. And actually, we didn't, there's two things that I thought of from what you said. The first is don't necessarily work with like your best friend unless it works yeah. out. But um, we didn't start Good friends. We started as... I like how you has still have to say best friends. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, but it was like, that's actually a key point that we've emphasized in other areas, yeah. um, which is we started, we met in the business school at DePaul and creating a business thing together. And so, like, that's been the basis and the friendship grew out of that. And then the second piece is um, what we didn't get into in this podcast, which is probably a disservice, is we talked about what annoys each about each other, mm-hmm. but we didn't spend as much time talking about what's good about each other and complimenting each other. So offline, I think that's something we should do as well in order to counterbalance yeah. the focus. So we to use a solid uh, corporate America term like offline. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. we'll, we'll touch we'll base circle offline. Back. We'll and circle, circle back. back. And with that, we will close the podcast. That'll be our deliverable. At the end of the day. Yeah. 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 Kyle's that's sisters, thank you for joining us. Thank you. That was our conversation with Kyra and Cozy Kyles. Ladies, sisters, thank you so much for joining us. And I don't know if the audio recording accurately captured the enthusiasm we all shared while we were doing that live. For complete show notes and where you can find Kyra and Cozy, we post the show notes to idealemon.com, so check it out there. Did you, the listener, enjoy this episode? If so, the best compliment you can give us is a rating and review on iTunes. While you're there, subscribe to the show as well. Those two things together help more people find the show, and we spread the Discover Your Inner Awesome message, and hopefully more people can discover their inner awesome. Thank you again to Kyra and Cozy, the Kyle sisters, for joining us. For Martin McGovern, I am Rajiv Nathan. You have been listening to another edition of the Discover Your Inner Awesome Pod. But we're going to send you off in a little different fashion. If you've been following me at all online, talking to me in person, or even listening to these last several episodes of this podcast, then you know I am obsessed with the Broadway musical Hamilton about the life of Alexander Hamilton. Well, in that musical, there are some sisters who are called the Schuyler sisters for their last name. The Kyle sisters from this episode, Kyra and Cozy, remind me a lot of the Schuyler sisters, so therefore, we send you off with 
the track from the Hamilton musical. So take care and be awesome today. There's nothing rich folks love more than going downtown and slumming it with the poor. They pull up in their carriages and gawk at the students in the common just to watch them talk. Take Philip Schuyler, the man is loaded. Uh-oh, but little does he know that his daughters, Peggy, Angelica, Eliza, sneak into the city just to watch all the guys. It- work, work. Angelica, work, work. Eliza, and Peggy, work, work. the Schuyler sisters. Angelica, Peggy, Eliza, work. Daddy said to be home by sundown. Daddy doesn't need to know. Daddy said not to go downtown Like I said, you're free to go But look around, look around The revolution's happening in New York York. Work! It's bad enough Daddy wants to go to war People shouting in the square It's bad enough there'll be violence on our shore No ideas in the air Look around, look around Angelica, remind me what we're looking for I'm looking for a minded work. I'm looking for a minded work. I'm looking for a minded work. Like somewhere in the city Someone in a rush next to someone looking pretty Excuse me miss, I know it's not funny But your perfume smells like your daddy's got money While you slumming in the city in your fancy heels You searching for an urchin who can give you ideals Sir, you disgust me Ah, so you disgust me I'm a trust fund, baby, you can trust me I've been reading Common Sense by Thomas Paine So men say that I'm intense or I'm insane You want a revolution, I want a revelation So listen to my declaration We hold these truths